What is lactate building rate and how does it impact you as an Ironman or half Ironman triathlete? So lactate building rate is your, it's a measure of your body's anaerobic capacity. And uh, lactate building rate or, or VLA max is, it, it's a measure of how quickly you, uh, you, you generate and you build lactate within, within, your, within your muscles. And in order to be explosive, in, in order to be able to, uh, to be fast and, and to be able to attack and, and in order to push lots of watts, you have to have a high lactate building rate. And the discipline that you focus on is important when considering how much you need. So let's take, take for example, track sprinting. If you are a track sprinter, your lactate building rate needs to be really high because you need to generate huge amounts of power and, uh, and you're, but you're not sustaining it for a long period of time. So you, you, you have to take your discipline and, and ask yourself what, how, how much of a, how high of a lactate building rate do I need? Uh, if we take the opposite ex, uh, uh, end of the spectrum and look at, let's say Ironman uh, bike racing or Ironman triathlon and, and the bike portion, uh, a high lactate building rate is going not going to serve you very well because in an Ironman everything is very very much submaximal and so your lactate building rate determines uh, the reason it's important is because it inter it determines how much of your aerobic capacity you're able to tap into so somebody with a very high lactate building rate um, is although they have a high vo2 max for their race intensity, they're gonna be operating at, at a much lower percentage of their VO2 max than let's say somebody with a, a even lower VO2 max, but also somebody who also has a lower lactate building rate. They're gonna be able to tap into more of their, their aerobic capacity. Uh, the other reason that, uh, and the main reason this is important is because Ironman is, is a test of of your efficiency and the, the the more lactate you're producing the more your body depends on carbohydrates for fueling uh, in, in order to to produce large amounts of lactate and in order to 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 um, be able to use that your body needs to be able to uh, tap into your carbohydrates so you want to kind of equate the two when you're producing lots of lactate your body needs carbohydrates to fuel that intensity. With an Ironman, we are limited by how much how much we can actually use and process. And so your race intensity becomes a function not so much of can you hold this power, but can you hold this power and and, and not burn through what what your carb stores are, even with supplementation. Um, you don't want to go into a huge deficit because it may not come out on the bike, but it will definitely show up on the run. Uh, and the reason for that is because on the run, we're not able to take in nearly as many calories as we are on the bike. And so that deficit, you may come off the bike in a 12, 1300 calorie deficit if you have a high lactate building rate. And you may finish the bike fine, but you're gonna start to really feel that on the run and an hour, hour and a half into the run is when it really shows up. So um, your lactate building rate is important because the discipline that you are focusing on will determine what uh, what 
level uh, or, or what capacity is ideal for you. So if we take a half Ironman distance, you know, your, your lactate, the need for a low lactate building rate is still important, but it's not quite as important for, uh, for, a, for a full Ironman. It's still very important, but uh, as we do for a full Ironman. So it, it comes down to efficiency and, and how efficient, how mechanically efficient our bodies can become. Uh, everybody has a everybody has a natural tendency based on kind of their muscle fiber makeup, and and if you have a high lactate building rate, so who would this be? This would be somebody who is maybe you're you're explosive, you're fast, you you uh, you have the potential to produce a lot of power. Maybe you've played sports that typically favor a, a high lactate building rate, like maybe you're a track and field sprinter, maybe you were you played football. Maybe you were an explosive athlete in a sport that that uh, demanded that sort of a sort of a, a lactate building rate. Um, if you find yourself not able to hold wattage that feels like it, it should, it's pretty easy. But you just on on race day, you're not able to put it all together, and you're you're not able to hold the power that you think you should. Chances are. Um, you have a higher lactate building rate than desirable. Now the good news is that can be trained. You can train to take your your fast twitch muscle fibers that are more in that, that have the potential to become more endurance like the the type two um, X muscle fibers. You can train those to have more endurance qualities and and take away the the more anaerobic side of, of that muscle fiber. So what what is effective for this? Uh, it would be training at the right intensity. So you don't want to overstimulate lactate production because that's going to train you to be able to produce more. So you, but you do need a certain level of intensity. And so um, somewhere in the like 80 to 85%, 88% of your threshold is about where where you're going to find the biggest benefit and and intervals in this range that are that are you know 10 15 minutes in duration with a big gear like you know depending on what you're used to but typically 50 rpms 55 rpms turning over a big gear obviously you'd build up into that but that's going to help kind of tame your your anaerobic capacity and bring that down a little bit which is what you want for race day now I'm not saying that you need to do these all year round because you only need to really lower your lactate building rate as you're going building into your final buildup of your race and that should be the focus of your training that should be the focus especially if you have the potential to produce power you want to make sure that the power you're producing on race day is efficient power and you're not burning through a huge supply of carbohydrates to to meet that energy demand um, so just a, a little brief background on energy um, you know how our body uses energy so a lot of you probably are very familiar with this but at, as our intensity increases our body uses a higher percentage of carbohydrates for fuel and at a lower intensity lower intensities we're using a, a fairly uh, mixed balance of carbohydrates and fat but as our intensity increases our body starts to switch over to more carbohydrate utilization and and if, if your power happens 
if your race power is at a, at a point where you're using a pretty large number of calories from carbohydrates, then, then you're not going to be able to sustain that. Or if you do sustain it, it's, it's going to create a deficit because you know even fueling at, let's say, 380, 400 calories per hour, um, we're not gonna meet the demands if, if you're not, not too efficient. So um, a, a lot of impacts your, your, you know, how your body uses energy. A lot of that is based on muscle fiber type, um, type one or type two muscle fibers. Um, what do you have more of and what's kind of what's your, uh, what, what's your, your disposition? What, what do you naturally have more of? Um, another thing will impact that is your, your daily diet. Um, what, what does your daily diet look like? And the distance that you're training for and the type of training you do will also impact this. Somebody who is notoriously always pushing hard or always caught in kind of in the middle where you're, you're pushing hard, but you're never really doing anything uh, too easy and, and too aerobic, then you're, you're kind of training your body to, to naturally just burn a little bit more carbohydrates because you're not, you're not truly training the aerobic uh, aerobic end. Obviously, a lot of it is still aerobic, but you're you're not really targeting that system, which 